get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline than a rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me on the phone is my good pal, Jason. What's up, pal? I'm just uh, another fun-filled week. I'm actually (laughs) at home today because of a storm that rolled through. You know, I was going to say, like, right now, it's pretty much perfect right here Um, in my my little nook and corner of Iowa. Um, because it's uh, like it's cloudy and it's kind of drizzling and things like that. I'm like, oh my god, this is the perfect setting to like start talking about you know spooky stories and and things like that, which is you know kind of what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be all over the place, like all over the place uh, as far as this episode goes, which is going to be kind of fun. Um, let's see earlier here. I read, let me, let me pull this thing up here. Um, that, you know, NASA's, uh, new horizons mission. I mean, it launched like what, like a decade ago. Yeah. At least nine and a half years ago. Yeah. Finally, finally made it to, to Pluto. And it's, it's amazing to me because I'm, I'm a huge history fan anyway. And and right now it seems like we're in this we're in this time of uh, you know new discovery and things like that. Just like you know, I'm a huge fan of like the '60s, specifically like the Kennedy administration time period. Yeah. And you know the space race and all that shit was going on, and you know people were I don't know it was just it was a different time. It was an exciting time, and I feel like. It's similar to that. Like right now, it's like, oh my God, we're finally getting a really good, close look at Pluto. You know, this is amazing to me. Now, obviously, it's going to take months for all of this data to to be transmitted back to to Earth here. But I mean, some of the uh, some of the images that they have so far are pretty awesome. So absolutely. It's very, very cool. So there's really nothing paranormal about that. I just wanted to mention, like, how freaking awesome this is. Um, I don't know. But yeah, we were the first, we're obviously the first, but the only country to send something to every planet in our solar system. Yes. I think maybe a few other countries have sent things to our closest planets, but other than that... We're the only ones that have sent things outside of our neighbors. Right. I mean, we're, yeah, we're actively trying to to reach farther. Um, I know it's a, like a multi-national effort. 
but it's still our space agency. Right. Well, and it says, like, and it, there's something here that I didn't even realize, that Pluto, you know, was only discovered 85 years ago. Yeah. I did not know this. Just some mm-hmm. farmer's kid in Kansas, um, inspired by a visionary from Boston, using a, tel- a telescope in Flagstaff, Arizona. And he, you know, he finds this. I mean, that's amazing to me. So, and here we probably, are now. Uh, probably a kid peak. That's probably the most well-known right uh, observatory in the country. Yeah, exactly. Which is in Arizona. I've been, I've been there. Oh, have you? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hell yes. So now I, I, <laughs> I came across this story that I wanted to, uh, I wanted to share with everybody because this is bizarre. Like <laughs> this, is, this is very bizarre. So, um. There was this German film director, uh, F.W. Murnau. Now, we know him as the director for uh, the 1922 horror classic Nosferatu with that weird-looking Dracula-type thing. Yeah. The pointy ears and the bald head, and I mean, just crazy. Anyway, so um, it says the head... Of this German film director, Murnau, has reportedly been stolen from his grave in Berlin 85 years after his death. So That's strange because wouldn't somebody have to dig him up to... I mean, maybe the person that stole it left it unburied. Maybe. But who was there checking to see if his head was still there? Right. Now, what's weird about this, then, is like the fact that... Like, well... I, I'm looking at a picture of, uh, and it may be like a crypt, so there may not have been much digging necessary. Yeah. But he would just be a skull by now. Oh yeah, wouldn't he? Oh, very much so. So it says, according to uh, this German website, uh, authorities have yet to identify the motive or a suspect in the grave robbing. Uh, investigators believe that the crime may have been. Uh, Ritual or occult related, as wax residue was found at the site. However, conclusive evidence has not yet been discovered, and the act may have been committed as just some sort of prank. Yeah, because I don't know if you could. I, I would think that any media outlet would, if somebody messes with a dead body, is going to be considered an occult act. Yeah, exactly. See, oh God, people. I don't know. It just pisses me off. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm like, who's going to, like, seriously, you're going to go steal this dude's head? It's like he's been dead for 85 years. Can you just let him die? Probably just some drunk people. That would yeah. be awesome. Hey, they're watching the movie. Hey, we're going to, you know, his grave's right over there. Why don't we go get his head? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Crazy, crazy stuff. Um, let me see. There was also there was something else I read this morning about Germany. Um, and I don't I don't have the article because uh, I didn't pull it. But it all I read was the uh, the German uh, the German government is now uh, being forced to basically uh, hand over their quote unquote X files 
and come forward with all of this information and stuff. Who's so. forcing them? I see. That's what I don't know. I don't have a clue. So I don't know. I mean, we still have oh. military treaties with them that they have to follow. Oh yeah. Keeping certain levels of troops down and stuff like that. Still. Exactly. But I think that only there would only be a couple of countries that could possibly force them to hand over something like, like that would be the U.S. or England. Right. So we'll see. We'll see what uh, what's going to happen with that. Maybe yeah, and Russia. But yeah, maybe Russia. Um, it's interesting though because I mean, there's so many conspiracy theories out there as far as the UFOs and. Um, and the German government are concerned, especially, you know, especially like uh, when you're talking like Hitler and all of those things. Like there was a lot of talk yeah. of him using uh, kind of like, you know, this crazy science. Um, and people are like, oh, no, he, he got all this information from from aliens. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. I don't necessarily trust not the stories themselves, but the the releasing of files by governments because well, they're all why would they do it? Yeah, I exactly. Mean, they're all going to be whitewashed. I mean, that's uh, a the... few months ago, I was doing an in the dark, and we started talking about our Brad brought up Russia and something to do with releasing UFO files from Russia. And my point was they would only do that if they had something to gain over, like, the Americans or something like that. Bingo. They don't... And they were talking about... um, Brad and Gianna were talking about how, well, maybe they're just doing it for the people. They want to be there for the people. No no government is like that anymore. (laughs) There's there's always a motive. Yeah. They're not going to release something just to release something. <laughs> yeah, get that out of your head right now. Nobody wants to, no government wants to help you. <laughs> so now you uh, you came up with a couple stories. Yeah, well, I found one. Yeah. About, um, the, the headline is, one a million bucks, just contact this quote-unquote honest liar telepathically. So and. You- you contact him telepathically, and he'll give you a million bucks. Well, and reading through the story, and many people might have heard of him. I actually hadn't. I, I had heard of this specific thing before of people offering money for this kind of things, but sure. not James Randy. And yeah. it's any kind of psychic ability that if you could prove to him you have it, he will give you a million dollars. But nobody has even tried to take him up on it. Right. Well, and here's, you know, honestly, like James Randi, he's been doing this for a very long time. And I forget, it's like the amazing James Randi or something like that, I think is what his stage yeah, name is. Yeah, I saw But he's been doing this for a long time, decades basically um you know kind of outing these quote unquote psychics um it is it's crazy because he has taken people and challenged them on live television and basically proved them wrong in front of millions of people (laughs) it's uh it's got to be a kick in the pants you know 
because he's he's disproved some pretty big names, right? Yeah. Um. Let me see. Like we were talking, like Sylvia Brown was yeah, one of them. Yeah, he didn't actually have a chance to actually um, like debunk her, prove her wrong. Yeah. She, I guess in the article it said that Brown ex- once accepted a challenge from Randy on national TV to prove her abilities. However, she died before following through with it. Uh, I see. I see. Which it doesn't give a timeline on right. when she accepted the challenge and when she died. She died a couple of years ago. But she was always on that talk show. Was it Montel? Yeah, they, Montel actually mentioned, they actually mentioned Montel in the article when they were talking about Amanda Berry. Wow. Amanda Berry told, or Sylvia Brown told Amanda Berry's parents or mother yeah. that she was dead but she wasn't dead but she wasn't dead she was <laughs> trapped in uh, some guy's closet for 10 years or basement for 10 years right that's freaking nuts but I, yeah, I don't know a lot about Sylvia Brown just most of the stuff I've seen about her I, 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 don't, I don't really have much of an opinion on her to be honest with her well all her I know opinion. all I know is she had like 20 books out yeah <laughs> all of that um who's the other big name psychic guy what's his name john edwards john edwards now you don't really don't hear much about john edwards either however he is touring still or at least he was up until like a year ago um but you really don't hear much about him either no and i remember the show but i don't think i ever watched it yeah yeah I don't know if I ever watched it either, to tell you the truth. Um, but, yeah, you know, back to James Randi or whatever. Um, I think somebody should should step up to the plate. And then, you know... Well, you think somebody would have. Well, and they always give, you know, that's not the reason that I do this. That's not the reason that I do this. I don't want to make money or anything like that. Well, If I had the ability to do this, I would yeah, go right now and get exactly. that million dollars. Exactly. But it's like, if you are a real psychic or whatever... And even if you don't want the money, prove the guy wrong and then tell him to shove the million dollars right up his ass. So I think right now, starting today, every night before I go to bed, I'm going to take five minutes and try to contact him psychically, just just in case. Just for the hell of it. Yeah. <laughs> James Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Send money to this address. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man, your check's in the mail. <laughs> I'm going to have some, like, weird dream where I contact him telepathically, and I'm going to wake up all happy yeah. thinking I'm, like, a fucking millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> then my kids will start screaming and fighting and things like that, and then I'll be like, okay, back to reality. So, damn it. Just damn it. But that's good stuff, though. That is good stuff. I don't know. Like, I know a couple psychics. Um yeah. The problem is, you know, there's just being a psychic or whatever, that's everybody and their dog claims to be psychic. And it's it all comes down to knowing the person and trusting them because they can't prove to anybody what they're actually seeing. Well, and that's that's the the big thing right there is then how do you prove that? 
It's like, oh, you're receiving this message or whatever. And the only way to, I don't know, is, you know, I had a psychic reading done. And it, the lady that was doing it um, was referred to me by a friend. And she absolutely blew my mind because she didn't know who I was or anything about me. Um, and she blew me away with some of the crap that she said. Yeah. Um, but you know, honestly, like I said before, anybody and their dog can say that they're a psychic and a lot of them do. I mean, my yeah. God, if you, if well, you go on Facebook, guy, there's a ton of them. James Randy specifically, you, you would have to, or with anybody else that's offering money, You'd have to trust the Randy guy as well, because right, unless it's something physical that everybody can see, just mind reading or telepathically sending him something, you have to trust what he says that he got it or he you, you read his mind right too. True, so kind of the flip side of the coin. Yeah, uh, there's just too many. He could be, you know, maybe somebody has contacted him telepathically, and he just says nobody has. Well, and that's a good point. Because how the hell... I don't know. Like me, I think I'm about as psychic as a blade of grass. You know what I mean? Like, So if I said, oh, somebody contact me telepathically, well, how the hell are they going to do that if I'm not even open to the idea? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's crazy stuff. All I know is, you know, especially in this field, I, I think there are a lot of charlatans out there specifically when it comes to psychic ability. I think that's one of the biggest things out there that people will fake. I don't know. It's, uh... Well, yeah, because it's easy to walk into a room and say you feel something in there. Right. There's there's a small child in the corner of the room. And you don't even have to necessarily... I mean, you could say a name and an age and whatever, but how are you going to follow that? Like, how are you going to find out if they're right or not? Other than maybe if you capture an EVP saying the same, you know, the theme or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Because it's not like the spirits are spirits of people. It's not like they can't travel from place to place. Right. You know, some of them probably can. So, Anybody can be confident in saying, oh, I feel something in this room right now. Nobody is there that can't feel the same thing. It's crazy. It's just crazy stuff to me. I don't know. I think, uh, I think, I don't even know. Like, does James Randy have a million dollars? Like to get- <laughs> I, I have no idea. I, had, I hadn't heard of him before this. Um, yeah. I would say that he probably does. I'm sure I he mean, does. I'm sure he does. He you know, his his biggest form of celebrity is um you know, basically calling people fakes, you know, and calling them out and stuff like that. Um and I think it was back like I said, it was decades ago that he started this and one of the people, you know, that he was disproving was like one of the spoon benders. Yeah, they have his name listed in here. His name was Peter Popoff. Okay. Well, Popoff. 
All I know oh, is wait, he... Oh, wait, the spoon-bending guy is Yuri Keller. You're, oh, that okay, okay, yes. That's it. And then he, uh... Yeah, I mean, he kind of made him look foolish. You know? But whatever. It's crazy stuff, man. It's crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, magician James the Amazing Randy. That's it. Yeah. I don't think he's... Somebody's the better get on it quick, because he doesn't look like he's going to be around much longer. <laughs> <laughs> he looks to be oh uh, pushing 90. Well, I tell you, you know, there are... Like I said, there are a couple psychics that I have met that have... I don't know. It's it's one of those thing, things where they uh, they say something that just absolutely shakes you to you know I mean to your very soul shakes you. Yeah, I haven't I haven't really had that. I've never had a reading. It is, you know, if you have like like I said, you know, the right person or whatever, it can be profound. Um. So, yeah, I believe in, in psychic abilities and things of that nature. I just, you know, I think that the the majority of the quote-unquote psychics out there are just full of it. Yeah. So, but I do have uh, a buddy that lives in Omaha, uh, Psychic Andy. And I tell you what, <laughs> like, if there has ever been a legit psychic... Psychic Andy is the guy, um, and I'm going to get him on the show for sure uh, because some of the things that he has, and maybe what we should do is we should do a uh, a thing where we do like a contest or whatever and have people uh, call in and get a reading from Andy. I think that yeah. would be a lot of fun. I really should probably talk this over with Andy. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I, I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna work on that, and I'm gonna see um, if we can make that happen. Because I mean, he's a very cool, chillax person, um, and so I'm sure it won't be a problem. So we'll figure that out, though. <laughs> oh my god! Now, you were telling me uh, this other story, and we weren't quite sure if we should bring it up or not. And if you want to, uh, just if you don't want to say the specific location, you don't have to. No, I, I will. I'm not going to say the specific names of the people that told right. me about this. Right. <laughs> I think it would be a good, like, little preview segue into the uh, conspiracy podcast we want to start. Yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, Jason and I have been kicking around doing another podcast all on conspiracy. Because, my God, we could talk for months just yeah. about the different conspiracy theories that are out there and really try to... Because uh, some of them are freaky. Like, just freaky. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, there's if you delve into that world, um, yeah. you better be sane. Because if you're not, you're gonna, <laughs> um, go off the deep end. Yeah, yeah. It is a little ridiculous. Um, some of them are just crazy. And I don't know. Some of them, uh, the majority of them, I should say, are controversial. Yes. And so that's one thing, well, like I, some disclaimer. Like Jason and I aren't going to go in here and like try to just piss people off. 
or anything like that or offend anybody. I'm trying to keep this show as PC as possible. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and well, I'm sure you feel the same way that oh. um, I don't necessarily believe all this stuff. I just find it all really interesting. Absolutely. There's yeah, very two much different so. main types of conspiracy theorist type people. One that finds it interesting, like talking about it and reading about it, and then the ones that believe everything is true. Yeah, like the uh, the Mel Gibson in uh, what the hell was that movie? The Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's it. That's real original. Okay, it's <laughs> <laughs> like shit. No, that's a great. Uh, that was a great movie, but he was like one of the tinfoil hat wearing some bitches. Well, yeah, and he turned out to be... To be completely right. correct, yes. <laughs> About, like, everything. I'm like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. That was a good flick. I'm going to have to watch that again, though. I'm so pretty I can sure get... it's on Netflix. I, I think it is. I think I'm going to uh, I'm gonna watch it again. I'm going to get inspired. I'm going to get inspired to, uh, to do this podcast. Because I think it'll be a lot of fun. Well, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go into this story of, um, I haven't personally been to this place, but I've had different people tell me the same story about this place. Yeah. It's the Bendix plant in Casey, Mo, Kansas City, Missouri. It's, um, anybody that knows the Kansas City area, it's close to where, um, the Grandview Triangle was called Three Trails Crossing now, but it's like 95th and 435. Okay. And it's a federal plant, and it's been a federal plant or facility for since like World War II. Oh, My wow. grandfather actually worked there in the 50s, but I'll get into his part in a minute. Nice. So, uh, I'd say about 10 years ago, I was living in an apartment complex in Lenexa, and this apartment complex has some crazy stories, but my neighbor, who, let's see, at the time I was 20, you know, 10 years ago, 23, and my neighbor was in his 50s, but we always got along because he actually was the one that introduced me to Coast to Coast AM, and... Oh, very cool. Um, we would sit around and, you know, he would suggest good books, and we'd just talk about the same kind of stuff you and I talk about, but more, more on the side sure. but uh, yeah so him and I became good friends and I lived there for two years and we would talk every night but he well not every night but most nights and he told me a story about his father and when he was young when he was a kid his father bringing him to work so his father sweet worked for the federal government he worked at Richard Gebauer Air Force Base at one point in his life I'm not sure on the timeline. He worked at Los Alamos running cable for the underground nuclear tests. Wow. And he worked at the Bendix plant. This guy told me that when he was younger, his father took him to work at the Bendix plant one day. And he was around 12 or 13. You know, so so he's old enough. He was a little to... bit different, but he remembers it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, things might have changed a little bit, but he remembered this. Told me about going with his father to the Bendix plant and going into a guard shack that was next to a rail yard or a rail depot that was in on the facility. And going in this elevator inside the guard shack and going down, he estimated like 10 floors or so. You know, he was a kid, so but it seemed like a while going down sure. underground. 
And when he got down there, there were tunnels running everywhere with little, like, carts, almost like golf carts without roofs running around. Wow. And these people down there, and his father worked in a room down there that had, like, a three-foot-thick door. <laughs> oh, shit. That that room, he was told by his father, because he was in, like, contact with other places around the country. It was like... Because at that time... Yeah, they had telephone, but to send, like, texts and stuff, yeah. it took a while. But this place on the ground, he was in immediate contact with other places around the country. That's amazing. So, yeah, he told me that story about going down there and taking the elevator down in the tunnels and the huge door, and there was all kinds of equipment inside of it. And he told me you know, about around Christmas time, they would send punch card wreaths home because everything was done through punch cards in the whole facility. Um, that's the way they kept data. I'm oh, sure yeah, exactly sure. what they used it for, but... Yeah. You remember telling me that, and I only bring that up because I knew that my grandfather had worked there. And my grandmother actually worked there as well. They worked in an office above ground. Now, my grandmother was just a secretary. She didn't really even know what they did there. That she she was, didn't have the clearance to know what they did there. But my grandfather, I'm not sure exactly what his title was, um, but he knew what they did there. They actually built parts yeah. for nuclear missiles. Wow. And, the, you know, that's public knowledge now. That's nothing secret. <clears throat> um, but at the time it was. But he... He does. I asked him. He doesn't know anything about any underground facilities there, but he told me there was a guard shack next to the rail yard, and that they would send home punch card wreaths for Christmas time. So this guy, at least, this guy's father, at least worked there and knew that. Yo, yeah. So fast forward two years, I started working at an auto parts store. Okay. And one of the guys that worked there, he started about the same time I was. He was a few years older than me. We were just talking one day. I hadn't told him the story about the Bendix plant. Right. We were talking about an article that I read about Russian nuclear bombing lists and sites in the U.S. that would get hit if we ever went to war and how Kansas City has been on every single one of those lists that ever were. <laughs> so we were talking about the reasons why and stuff like that. Right. And he brought up Allied Signal, which is Bendix. For a little time in the ni late 90s, it switched to Allied Signal and then switched back to the Bendix plan. Wow. But he brought up one of the reasons why is Allied Signal, which is the Bendix plan. So then he goes into this whole story about how he worked for a concrete cutting company, and his crew was one of the high-end concrete cutting companies in the area, and they got um, a contract to do some work at the Bendix plant. They had to sign these waivers saying that they wouldn't talk about it, but he it had been like eight years or whatever he felt comfortable telling me about it. So his whole crew had to show up at the same time 
unload everything into a guard shack by the rail yard. What? All of the equipment was taken onto a huge elevator in this guard shack. They had to change clothes and bring food and water with them because they wouldn't be allowed to come back up until they finished the job, which took like 36 hours. So he said from the point they got into the guard shack until they left, they were under armed guard. There was two guys. Oh, my God. He just totally, he just totally, like, cut out. What the hell? That is bizarre. I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to get Jason back on the phone. That was weird. Like, why the hell? That was so weird. I'm calling him back. I'm calling him back. Let's see if this works. Pick up, 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 pick up. I'm going to mess with him a little bit. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. You know what's messed up, man? That was weird. Yeah, you start talking about all this government shit, and then our phones just go like the dead zone here. Are you calling me right now? What the hell? It's doing it again. Jason? Okay, this is so weird. I don't know what the hell's going on. This is amazing. All right, so look. Apparently, Jason wasn't supposed to tell that story. I don't know. This is outstanding. Well, at least we know he's alive. Okay? (laughs) This is so messed up and amazing at the same time. This has never happened. This doesn't happen. Huh. I'm calling him again. Automated voice message. Apparently not. Apparently not. I tell you what, people. This is amazing. Sorry about the, uh, the delay. But I'm glad that you get to uh, that you get to experience this at the same time as we are because this is um, this is a little funny. Like he starts telling this story, and then it just it everything cuts out. Art, shit! I'm trying him again. I will prevail. I'm gonna prevail. Okay, can you hear me now? Hey, kitten. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can hear you. Got cut off right <laughs> in the middle. Dude, I just kept. I'm just. I just kept the shell rolling too. I was just like, okay, I have no idea what's going on. But huh. yeah, maybe somebody doesn't want us to talk about it. Uh, that's what I was saying to to our good listeners at home. Anyway, <laughs> like, hey, where was I when it cut off? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Uh, the guard shack. Okay, so yeah, they were in the guard shack, loading everything onto the elevator, and they had to change their clothes for some reason into these jumpsuits. And were they like deloused? They what were they like deloused or something like that? Or no, I don't. To... I don't think so. I think they just had to wear certain clothing. Okay, uh, maybe to identify who they were. Oh, sure, maybe. sure, sure. I don't know. He didn't say, but uh, yeah, they were. There were two guys in fatigues holding automatic rifles that. They were there the entire time. So, yeah, they get in there, and they go down the elevator. And okay. he said it was about the same thing. I mean, he said that it was 
he felt it was like 10 floors down. He gets out, and there's these tunnels running off in different directions with little carts. Sure. And he's taken, him and his crew are taken through these rooms that he said were really strangely shaped, like, like there was something inside of them. The walls were burnt. He Weird. said like they had to burn whatever was in there to get them out because the room was built to the exact shape of whatever it was. What the hell? And so, yeah, they did the job. They were cutting some big circles for something. Right. In walls. And... They were under a guard the entire time. They weren't allowed to leave or come back up. They had to sign a waiver. And um, a, a non-disclosure agreement. Oh, yeah, sure. And then, you know, they finished the job and came back up. But he told me this story without me mentioning the other guy's story. Really? Okay, so yeah. Yeah. So you've had two different stories and told to you by two separate people who don't know each other whatsoever. Yeah, they have no way of knowing each other. And they're describing this place. Well, yeah, and then my grandfather kind of verifies some of the details of the first guy's story. And then I was telling, you know, I told my friend Mike this, who you've met, and I mentioned before. You know, however many years ago this happened, I was telling Mike about it. And he was talking to another friend just like two years ago about this, and that person's wife had heard of this place. Wow. So I definitely think it's there. I don't know necessarily what the purpose for it was or of it was. I know that if the first guy is to be believed, part of it was communicating with other parts of the country. Yes. Now, is this place then still... Still in operation. It's still a federal complex. The buildings above ground are housed by the IRS now. But who knows what's still underground there. Or right. I thought about going and checking it out, but I don't know if I really <laughs> put myself in that position. You look wow. at it on Google Earth and you see the rail cars, the rail lines, and the, and the guard shank thing, but that's what you can really see. I mean, just looks okay. like a rail yard or whatever but yeah that that was um, told, told to me uh, you know by these people and I didn't even ask either of them even the first guy to tell me a story he just went into the story wow dude that is freaking crazy and yeah. really really cool at the same time I don't know. It just adds so, more validation right there because you have three parties right there. Yeah. That are telling or you. Or if you count the friends, Mike's friend's wife. Oh, yeah, of course. So, I mean, huh. and when, uh, as far as like timeline goes, like how far apart were, like from the first guy to, to well, the, the second guy? The first guy told him 10 years ago, but he had gone when he was kid, which was probably right. 30 years before that, 40 years before that. Okay. And the other guy that I worked with at the auto parts store, this was a year and a half to two years after the first guy told me, and he had done the contracting maybe five years or six years before that. Exactly. So, wow. Dude. It's not much that changed underground there in the sense of the main part of the structure that they were both in. And hopefully, once this goes 
on the internet, nobody shows up and asks me who these people are. <laughs> yeah. Trying to interrogate me to find out who talked about it. Yeah, no doubt. Now we're going to keep that hush hush. So if I'm not here on the next one, <laughs> they got him. Know. They got him. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. They got Jason. <laughs> oh my God. This uh no, I think I think the uh conspiracy show though will be a lot of fun. I'm Absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to figure out I do know that a lot of it will be doom and gloom though, and I know how you feel about that. No, Doom know. and Gloom is fine. I was just I sick like and tired about that puppy. Well yeah. See, off the bridges. Which is so jacked up. <laughs> because I'm like, no more of this doom and gloom bullshit, and here's all these puppies jumping off of bridges. But, like, I don't mind the doom and gloom, but at the same time, like, I was just sick and tired of talking about it because that's all I had been, it felt like all I'd been talking about for a while. So, yeah. But, no, I think this conspiracy stuff is going to be great. Um, But, like I said, there's a couple subjects that I would like to personally touch on, you know, that, I don't know, they're not going to sit well with a lot of people. Uh, Well, yeah, but it's not like... They haven't been. It's not. I don't. I think most of the stuff we're going to talk about, maybe not the full details we talk about, but most of the stuff we talk about, will, at least the controversial stuff, have probably heard from somewhere else. Right. At least ideas of them. Yeah, absolutely. Like this is all going to be, you know, we're just going to be regurgitating this information, basically. They go into more detail, maybe than other, right. than maybe the listeners have gone into, but. I mean, I'm guessing one of the controversial subjects, if we do talk about it, would be 9-11. That would be a big one. And then another one that I have... There is... I'm just going to get into it a little bit now. One that I want to talk about. Um, And it's disturbing to me because I'm a father of two. And, you know, you you have that... uh, It was the Sandy Hook elementary shooting yes and there is a ton of people out there saying that it did not happen yes I've seen that as well I've seen the pictures of the of the quote unquote actors that were also at other shootings the reason that it sparks my interest so much is not because I'm a sick twisted son of a bitch mind you it's because it twists and turns my stomach that's why it interests me you know yeah but that is something that I I want to dive into a little bit because, you know, as a parent, you cannot imagine of, that. I can tease you with a couple of little details on that, and then we can talk about it in more more detail on our first podcast. That, that's a great idea. There you go. So, and you know, it's online stuff, so take okay. it will. But there's a picture of a one of... Obama with a couple of kids after the shooting and there's a little girl in a black and red dress a blonde yeah that girl at least according to what I've seen is supposed to be one of the victims from Sandy Hook and she's pictured before as one of the victims in that same black and red dress what dude See, yeah, I've it's stuff like I'll that. I've looked into it a little bit more, but I've seen that, and I've also seen another weird, 
I guess if you could say it's coincidence. So, the shooter's father, yes, yes, shooter and James Holmes, the shooter in Aurora's father, yes, know each other. They're both lawyers, and they both worked on a huge case, national case what? together, a few years before the shootings. Oh my god. Oh my god! I mean, it could just be a coincidence. It's just a weird part well, of it. See, I hadn't, I hadn't dug into it that deep. What I did see was this little. It was like a YouTube clip of this, uh, this guy, and they're they're basically bringing him out, or he's standing around waiting for these cameras to, you know, quote unquote, go live. Um, and they're standing there, and he's laughing, and he's joking, and and things like that and then they're like okay we're live and you know all yeah. this stuff and then he instantly changes his mood and he is very then you know the smile is instantly wiped off his face and he's very somber and and sad and things like that now he, supposedly he was one of the victims fathers um from that um but it was bizarre to me how he could be just like laughing and joking and ah, ha, 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 and then nothing you know that was weird to me and so that's what initially you know sparked my interest in all of this stuff but I was just like oh my god so I don't know I think I think it'll be interesting though it'll be it'll even be even if half of it even if 90% of it's false there's still that 10% that's probably real yeah well and I have I have a few buddies or whatever that have you know dug into it a little deeper and they're like you have no idea like what this entails. I'm like, okay, I I believe you. (laughs) I don't know. One more little thing about it. Yeah. So that also correlates with the Boston bombing in a way. So, and 9-11 even. On 9-11, during Sandy Hook and during the Boston bombing, the government in some capacity were doing drills in those areas for the same on those days that they have. I have heard that. I have heard that. Um, That's where the term false flag comes from. False flag, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. This is, no, this is going to be fun. This will be a fun Mm -hmm. show. And like you said, hopefully we can emerge still sane or somewhat sane, as sane as you and I both are collectively. But <laughs> it should be fun, though. Oh, my gosh. I don't know, man. It's weird stuff. It's very weird. So, on that happy little note, <laughs> I am going to, uh, I'm going to uh, call this show over for now. And it appears like I'm getting text messages like right now, literally, uh, from my wife who's at work and she's like, Hey, what are you doing? There's supposedly like tornadoes around the area. So I'm supposed to like, yeah, I I don't know, put my head between my legs and kiss my ass goodbye. Apparently I don't know. So (laughs) don't forget to remind, I guess I can do it. Please go make a review on iTunes. Oh yeah. See, it's a good thing you said that. We're also at uh, ectoplasmshow at gmail.com, at ectoplasmshow on Twitter, and uh, find us on iTunes and leave a uh, 
just a small little review or whatever. I'm not asking for a five-star review or anything like that. If you think we deserve one, give us one. I don't care. Uh, yeah, it takes five seconds. Exactly. And then just go on there and just uh, maybe say something like, yeah, these dudes suck or, yeah, it's great or whatever you want to say. But, yeah, just go ahead and uh, take the five, ten seconds and do that for us, please. And we will, uh, we will talk to you all very, very soon. Have a great weekend. Peace out. Guideline rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw.